The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast, and I'm your host, Raider Greg. Well, did you ever think we'd be here this time of year? Holy moly, we are on the edge of a playoff contention. I'm thinking we're going to hit on that, the postgame for the Bears, and more here on show 326. On today's show, we will have Living on the Edge. The Oakland Raiders are living on the edge of a playoff contention. I'm thinking it could happen. I'm going to tell you why. Of course, we got to hit the post game for the Bears. <laughs> what a kick fest. Oh, brother. We're going to hit on that because we did win, and that's a good thing. And, of course, the pregame for the Miami Dollfish or squish the fish, or mangle the mammal, you name it, you got to talk about it. The pregame for that game, and the bone line, of course, with the nation speaking up, love it, and that'll be about it for this show. Well, Raider Nation, the Raiders are living on the edge, baby, and you gotta love it. Well, when was the last time you saw these numbers? Seven and four in November, approaching December, actually. It's been a very, very long time, and uh, well, let me go on a little rant here because I it, this comes to mind every time I think of this. I've been thinking about this story for a couple of days now. Isn't it lovely that you have to see and get to see and love to see little Timmy Teabag on every freaking channel, every sports network, everybody that has evolved with any kind of sports is talking about Tim Teabag. Well, I'm sick and fucking tired of it, and I know you are, but there is a good thing about it. I know it's hard to think about this, though. Think about this for a second. It is great that all these idiots are talking about Tim Teabag and the miracles, blah, 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 blah. As the Raiders continually win games, lead the division, and will continue to lead the division amongst the Tebow segments on every sports network in the universe. Honestly, as I thought about this, you know, it's great. It's great to have him in the forefront in the AFC West. I love it because we're winning, and we're not just winning like uh, sporadically like we used to. We have a complete football team, Raider Nation, and I'm fucking pumped up about it, and you should be too. We have a complete team. I know we've had a lot of injuries, but we have a team that has players, even second, third string, they are stepping up. They're making plays. They're winning games as a team. And we have talent, young talent. And when our first guys get back in there, I mean, when we start to see McFadden come back, and incidentally, he's been walking around on the sidelines, folks, and we could use him 
just about this time of year for sure. The Oakland Raiders have a definite good running game, a substantial offensive line that makes that game possible, and a passing threat with Carson Palmer and the wide receivers that we have. No name for sure, but they're going to know their names by the end of this year, I'm thinking. We have the best kicking tandem in the NFL, bar none. And we have a coach that can make these guys just leave a kidney on the field. That is a playoff team, Raider Nation. And I'm saying it now. There is no reason that we should not make it deep into the playoffs. And then December 11th, when we play Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers, I think it'll be way more than just a game. We have a quarterback that can really make it happen, and he's in his stride. He's changing plays at the line of scrimmage. We have a great hurry-up offense that works like a machine. It's beautiful to see. It's been so many years. Michael Bush, and when Darren McFadden gets back, when Jones gets back, when Moore gets back. I mean, we have <laughs> we have a great team. Boss, tight end, Reese. We have a complete team, and if we ever played, like I said, like I know we can play, and the coach has been saying this the whole time, and you know it too, it's going to be scary, man, very scary for everybody in this league, and they can talk about Tim Teabag till they're blue in the face or in the teabag. You make a choice. We have a team that can make it deep in the playoffs, and I dare I say uh, we could be playing Green Bay for the Super Bowl. I know, I know, I know it sounds ridiculous. I know, I know I'm going out on a limb, but that's okay. I feel that way about this team. I think we can make a run all the way to the show, folks. Get ready. Surprise, surprise. The Oakland Raiders will be the surprise team of this year. And I believe, really, with all my heart, we just have to get these players back. And it's it seems to be happening. We're starting to get our first string assembled again. It's the perfect time to make the run. And once we get into the playoffs, it's all 0-0, baby. Everybody starts off with 0-0. The Raiders hold their own destiny in their hand. They must continue to win football games. But I think, man, I think there's magic in the air in Oakland. I'm telling you guys. And I think the Raiders are living on the edge of some greatness, partner. And that is all I have to say about that. Okay, it's time for the post game for the Bears. <laughs> the Country Bear Jamboree, I guess. Let me start off by saying it was a gorgeous day, a beautiful day in Northern California. A little chilly, but gosh, the sun was out, the skies were blue, and the Raider Nation was up in the house, baby. Another full house. It is wonderful to see the parking lot moving and shaking like it do. You can hear it, you can smell it, and you can certainly feel it. We had many, many Bears fans, man. We had a ton of Bears fans up in the house. A lot of them, way more. And it's funny to me, way more than you'll ever see Denver, San Diego, or Kansas City by tons. It never ceases to make me laugh to see that our division rivals are afraid to come to Oakland. That is funny. 
And the funniest thing about it is, ask any Chicago fan that was there, and I will tell you, and I would guarantee you that they had a great time. I'm sure they got harassed. Yeah, there was some verbal jousting. I'm positive, but come on, man. I had more than one Chicago fan come up and tell me how fun it was and people can't be afraid to come here because it's crazy. Raider Nation is awesome. Now, I'm not trying to get everybody to get up in the house, so don't get me wrong. You can wear your colors. I really expect that to happen. I want you to bring your stuff. If you're coming to a game, bring your stuff. But you're not going to see as many fans as you do when the Raiders move, I'll tell you right now. It will never be like San Diego or South Oakland, as we like to call it. The Oakland Coliseum will always be 99% Raider Nation. (laughs) But it is refreshing to see that fans have enough sack to wear their shit to the Coliseum. I always respect them for it. And it's nice to have that bantering back and forth, especially when you win. (laughs) It was a great thing. Uh, The troll from Chicago was there. Sorry, I missed you, partner. Trust me, I wasn't looking to miss you. There's a lot of people that showed up for this tailgate. It was crazy. As always, the bad boys at barbecue throwing it down like they do. Excellent time was had by all. I just... It was a great parking lot. Again, I can't tell you guys enough to get your ass in a seat at the Coliseum. Do it while you can. Do it while the prices are cheap. I'm here to tell you, I'm not a snake oil salesman. I'm just telling you, man, if they build a new stadium, these tickets are going to be crazy money. And they're already crazy money. Get your ass in a seat while you can. Make the money. Save the money. Do whatever you do recycling, you know, you got to convince your old lady, you got to convince your husband, whatever it has to be, you must make it so. And sooner than later, because the Raiders are on a roll, like they rolled all over Chicago. Now, it wasn't a super easy game. It wasn't like a game that, you know, came to us easily because we haven't had a game like that that I can remember. The nicest game was Denver last year. We beat the living crap out of the hose in their house. This year has been struggles, sweat, and puckering rectums, no doubt. But the Raiders rose to the occasion at home with a full house and played a pretty good game. You know, they won the game 25 to 20. I got to say that we improved to seven and four. And I see greatness, man. We're on the edge of greatness, like I said. DHB, who was clocked last game, we didn't think he was going to come back at least for a game. Got the first pass, 18-yard pickup. Got four passes for 42 yards. That's pretty good. We needed him. And Haney, Haney helped us out, man. <laughs> he helped us out. The young quarterback who definitely had some skills. He could be a threat. Man, I'm telling you, he's got a lot of potential, that kid. But he threw interceptions to Route Huff and Cameron Wembley, who incidentally got pulled down by a lineman. Yeah. Just kidding. Should have made that TD, though. Johnny Knox killed us, man. <laughs> Johnny Knox, good thing that Cutler wasn't in there because we would have heard Johnny Knox all freaking day long. And let me just say right now, you know, the Bears fans are saying, if we had Cutler, we never would have lost that game. Hey, if we had McFadden and all of our receivers and everyone healthy up on the line, everybody, we would have kicked your ass. And that's all I say about that shit right there. 
things happening in the NFL. We have injuries. That's what causes this thing that we call the NFL to change so much. And there is no guarantee for the next game. So don't give me the Jay Cutler if he was in their horse crap. Because I'll tell you, if Darren McFadden and Denarius Moore were in there, and Ford as well, it would have been brutal for you guys. So I don't want to hear about it. But you know what? I'll tell you what. Our team played good. Like I said, our penalties were pretty small. We only had 44 yards worth this game, which is not great. You know, we had six penalties, but 44 yards isn't 150 yards. Thank goodness. But, you know, Jared Valdir had a tough time this game. I'll tell you that. He had a tough time uh, with Julius Peppers. But Peppers still got in a couple times. But he did not make the impact like we knew he could. Tillman didn't do it either. And uh, their defense, as good as they are, uh, we just made enough to to make it happen. And thank God we have Sebastian Janikowski with six, kind of six field goals, a franchise record. I was blown away by how many kicks as well. So was everyone else in the stadium, quite honestly. You know, it wasn't until the fourth quarter we finally scored Michael Bush with three minutes and 51 seconds left in the game. Ran it in for a touchdown. And it looked so easy. You know, I, I just don't. It looks so easy. Let me get back to the Sebastian Janikowski six field goals right here for a second because we've been talking about this for some time, Ritter Nation. I'm going to tell you, man, six field goals. How does that sound? Six field goals. Now, we're we're lucky. We're lucky we have a kicker that can do that. If we didn't have a kicker that could do that, we'd be sing another tune today and I'll tell you another thing don't you think we could have got 50% of the red zone as a we should be able to get half of those at least half of those should be touchdowns you know we should have put up at least 21 points in TDs out of those six field goals if you know what I'm saying that's 50% <laughs> is that too much to ask now, I know we got injuries. I know it'll get better. I know that we'll be able to do that, but that's kind of crazy when you're talking six field goals. We have to completely change that to touchdowns, at least 50%. Hester was a non-factor. Shane Leckler with a uh, career-high 80-yard punt. Now, this is a funny punt, too, because if you look at the punt, if they've got it on YouTube, you should see it because Hester's ready for the punt at the, about the 52-yard line, 55-yard line. And then Leckler lets it rip, and Hester has to actually turn around and run 25, 30 yards to get back to where the ball hits the ground. It was amazing kick. It was just amazing and blew everybody's mind, including the Bears' mind. Thank you, Shane Leckler. Thank God we have you on the team. All in all, the Raiders played enough to win. It was another nail-biter. We don't like them, but I'll take them. You should take them, too. I know you will. This is the way this team has to win right now. This is how you grind it out in this time of year with the injuries. This is what great teams do. This is what great teams do. 
They grind out a win, and they continue to win all the way through to the playoffs, and then they get all their players back. And watch out, because anything can happen in the playoffs, and that is all I have to say about that. They call him Flipper, Flipper, a oh, brother. Let's do the pregame for the fish, because we got to squish the fish. No one you see is smarter than he. And we know Flipper lives in a world full of wonder, lying there Well, Raider Nation, the Oakland Raiders travel to Miami. Poor bastards. (laughs) They're lucky, man. It's beautiful there. It's not like they're traveling to uh, the frozen tundra, which they're going to be traveling to later, of course. They better love this game because the weather's going to be awesome. Let's talk a little bit about these fish now. Tony Soprano's been getting these guys playing pretty good, even though their season is over. Yes, they're last in the AFC East behind everybody. And and I want to show you some of the categories that, uh, you know, their pass offense is 23rd in the NFL. The rush offense is 16th, so they can run the ball. Their pass defense is 24th, and their rush defense is 7th. This is a Mike Nolan run defense. It's very good, very stout against the run. We've played against him before. He's a great defensive coach. I mean, he wasn't that good as a head coach, but he's pretty damn good as a defensive coach. And you know what? Tony Sperano's got his team playing pretty hard, and these guys believe, and they don't care about their record, honestly. They've got a lot of injuries just like we do, but they have a whole lot of weapons, man. Reggie Bush, call him old, call him broken, but call him gone if you don't tackle him substantially. And Matt Moore, their quarterback, is pretty damn good. Even though his passing percentage is only 63, it's pretty good. He's a good kid. He knows how to do things. He's really had some trouble with the ball. He's more. He's got some interceptions, but he's got 8 to 5 ratio, 8 TTs to 5 interceptions. Not bad. And Bush, 4.3 yards per carry, man. And this name, he's going to remember this name, Brandon Marshall, Raider Nation. Let me ride that donkey, donkey. You know, from Denver, the guy could hurt us. He's a phenomenal athlete, and he can certainly make things happen. The Miami Dolphins are one of these teams that could freak out like the Raiders do and come out and kick your ass, man. It's terrible. They're doing everything well right now. Um, you know, they, they had a, a hot streak going. They won three in a row and played Dallas really good all the way up until the very end of the game. Um, but... They do everything well. They can rush the passer. Uh, they force turnovers. Uh, they drop back and sit in zones and read the eyes of the quarterback uh, and, and stop the run and limit big plays in the running game. So it's, it's, a, um, it's a very good defense and a very underrated defense, and, and uh, it's going to take our best effort in Miami. Played them much recently? Uh, I've played them probably every other year for the last handful of years, um, and it's always, it's always a very physical group. Their offensive line is always very physical, it seems, and, and uh, they've run the ball really well, especially when they had um, Ronnie Brown and, and, and that Wildcat deal going. Um, but but definitely playing the best defense I've seen them play in a long time. How do you avoid 
looking past Miami and looking at a team like Green Bay that's undefeated and playing in their place? Uh, I haven't thought about Green Bay once. I mean, it, Miami's too good. Uh, we haven't looked at their record or thought about their record. You just put on the film, and, and there's no other team that you can't think about. You see Cameron Wake in your sleep at night. Jeremiah um, Bell is playing as good a safety as anybody in the league. Both their corners are good, um, very good. Um, Carlos Dansby's been a great linebacker since his first year in the league. I mean, it's, it's a good group. Um, and on the other side of the ball, they're, they're finding ways to score points. So um, this team's not looking at any other game. With one of the outstanding play-by-play guys in broadcasting, NFL on CBS, he's got the call for the Dolphins and the Raiders. It's been a long time we've spoke, long time since we've spoken to America's mm-hmm. number one Rolling Stones fan, the great <laughs> Greg Gumble with us. Greg, it's so great to talk to you. How beneficial is it for the league to have a competitive team in Oakland once again? You guys are too kind. Well, I don't know. Look, it's beneficial for the league. I know. I know for sure it's beneficial for CBS. Um, you know, there are a couple of teams that we really need to be strong in the AFC. Certainly Pittsburgh all the time. New England being strong doesn't hurt us at all. Um, but, but we definitely would love the Oakland Raiders. The Oakland Raiders are one of those teams that, you know, all the way across the country, people either love them or hate them strongly. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, and I think, you know, oddly enough, I think the Miami Dolphins are a pretty nationally known team as well, and, and it wouldn't hurt us for them to, to get back to, uh, to a couple of their glory years. But, but you're right. You know, we, we have missed the Oakland Raiders over the last several years, and it's nice to see them bouncing back. Greg Gumbel from CBS with us. You mentioned the Dolphins. They are 3-1 and one since getting off to that horrific 0-7 start. So what do you think the Raiders' biggest concerns are in, in facing Miami this week? Um, maybe, well, you know, maybe taking on a team that, that they might, you know, that, that they, sh- they should take a little more seriously. Uh, you know, they they came within, I'm talking about the Dolphins now, they came within one, making one first down on offense or stopping, making one third down stop on defense on Thanksgiving day to being four and oh, instead of three and one over, over the last month. Um, I think they've played pretty hard all year long. Um, I do think that the Raiders are a better football team, but number one, they've got to travel all the way across country, and number two, they're playing the Dolphins in their own stadium. Greg, obviously the focus here for the Raiders is to win to to stay ahead, unlikely enough, of Denver in the AFC West. That brings us to the subject of the Chargers. How shocked are you at what's happening in San Diego and the way they're falling apart? You know, every – gosh, how many years has it been – that the Chargers got off to a slow start and then came and then came roaring back in late November and in December to win a playoff spot. Um, it, it, it's happened far too often, and you know when things like that happen, you kind of go, okay, one of two things is going to happen: either they're going to get off to a good start one of these years, or else that that second year or third year is not going to kick in when they need it. And I think that's what's happened this year. Um, I think everybody is pretty surprised because the talent level on that team is pretty good. There are a lot of teams that would, that would love to have an awful lot of the athletes on that, on that uh, team. And, you know, I know that, I know that David, uh, Philip Rivers is, is taking a kicking these days, but I like him as a quarterback and I like him as a leader. I don't think it's all his fault. He's, he's thrown some bad passes and he's made some bad decisions. But but it's not all his fault. But I, I, I agree with you. I think that, that, that people thought that the Chargers would be a lot tougher than they have been this year. What about uh, the surprise story out of Denver, Greg, and uh, what Tim Tebow has been doing? How surprised are you at the fact that he's been able to continue his success through six games? 
Very. Um, I did. Um, I did a game of his earlier this year, and you know the, the funny thing about it is I I didn't know what I was going to think about Tim Tebow. Tebow. First and foremost, I like the kid. I like him a lot. He is a really, really nice, genuine guy. The second thing is, let's face it, he's a throwback. He's a throwback to football played in the 40s and 50s where they just gave the guy to the best, they gave the ball to the best runner and he just ran. You know, Bronco Nagurski and Red Grange and, and back in those days, is he a throwing quarterback? Heck no. He, he, is he going to get better? Probably, because he'll work at it. But the question is, is he going to get better soon enough to be a long-term quarterback, and is he going to get better to the point where he is the top-notch NFL quarterback? Those are the questions to be answered. But he's got the intangibles like I've never seen before. His teammates rally around him. They support the heck out of him. He obviously can go 2-for-12 in a football game and then all of a sudden take a team on his back for 95 yards in the final minutes of a game the way he did against the New York Jets. I think I think he's a really phenomenal and interesting story. Greg, it's kind of like the way you often take the broadcast on your back <laughs> and lead your broadcast team to victory with the games that you do. Well, did you know, I noticed I stopped talking there to give you a chance to jump in with that. Otherwise, <laughs> That's leadership. <laughs> well, you guys obviously do a great job, and there's been so many, there have been so many great stories to cover this year. Tebow, just one of them, we're talking with Greg Gummel from CBS. But the Raiders, I, they're, maybe they're doing something that hasn't been done. They lost their quarterback. They lost the league's leading rusher, but they are in first place. How impressive is that, Greg? Well, you know, it's nice to see that all of these investments in this in this speed on the outside is beginning to take off, and it's beginning to take off simply because they've, they've got a quarterback who's getting him the ball. And, and at the start of the season, it was Jason Campbell, and now it's Carson Palmer. But Darius Hayward Bay is playing ball better than he has his first two years in the league. Uh, everybody knows how quick Jacoby Ford is. And, um, and, 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 you know, you've got a running back like Darren McFadden, and that helps everything. The thing that I guess I'm more surprised than anything, and I was, you know, doing, doing my homework this week, Kevin Boss hasn't had as big an impact yet as I thought he would. Um, this guy, I think, is a pretty good tight end. Um, we saw him the last several years in a New York Giants uniform, and, and I think last time I saw he 16, 17 catches, something like that, for the year, and only one touchdown. I would expect that to get better, but I just think that's probably the one oh, underutilized gem in the offense so far for the Raiders. Yeah, I think that's a great point, Greg, and we have uh, Kevin on with us every Friday, and yeah, he and Jason Campbell were just getting their chemistry established, and of course that yeah. went sideways when Jason got hurt. Carson has been thrown to Kevin a little bit more, even targeted him near the goal line last game. He had, uh, I think, five catches against Minnesota, but I think you're right. I think that's kind of an untapped resource for the offense going forward. Now we should beat them. They are 3-8. and eight. We are 7-4. and four. But they don't care. They're playing at home. They got a bunch of fans that are pumped up about the team. They're kind of in a coaching controversy. But the team actually seems to be doing pretty good. I expect the Raider Nation to show up huge in Miami. I am sure there will be fans from Atlanta, from all over the South, Alabama, Mississippi, Georgia, Virginia, Washington, I mean, that whole eastern seaboard, they're going to flock to Miami and it will be blacked out. Because I'm telling you, they know how to roll the Raider Nation and that end of town up in there. I'm telling you. Now, the Raiders should win this game. 
especially the way we have been playing. We should concentrate on doing what we got to do and score quickly and score often because their defense is pretty good. Our defense is better. But any given Sunday, Raider Nation, this is one of those teams that could just ruin your Sunday morning. I mean, really. So the Raiders got to stop everybody from doing anything on that defensive side of the ball because this is a team that could light it up for you if they feel like it. They, they've been playing good football. They got some talent. They got some youth. And their defense is nothing to laugh about. And uh, I expect them to give us everything that they can give us. And they're not, they don't care what our record is. They don't care. They want to win football games. And uh, I'm sure they're going to give us all that they can there in Miami. So uh, the Raiders got to get up, get it going, and win this game. We must be 8-4. and four. Can you believe that? Listen to the way that sounds. 8-4. and four. I can't even believe it coming out of my mouth. 8-4. and four. Damn, that'd be nice. We must have it. This is a must freaking win game. I know I say it every week. But as we continue to go through this process, here we are, man. This is where we have to kick it into another gear. This is our teams. Teams that go to another gear here go all the way. We need to take the next step, as you've been saying all season long. And I'm telling you, if this team can light it up, watch out. We need to make a statement here in this game. Not just win it, not just barely win it. We need to beat the Dolphins substantially and and work on our game because it's about our game. It's not about the Dolphins game. It's about the Raiders putting together a complete game. You know we got the talent. You know we should be able to destroy these guys, but there's always a fear factor, especially the pucker factor in the fourth quarter. We'll see. I think Hugh Jackson will have these guys playing. I'm seeing some light at the end of the tunnel as far as these injuries go. The team, as it is, must play as well as it can until we get some of these superstars back on the field. And, man, I'm telling you, we got a really good chance to do some things with this team. And that is all I have to say about that. All right, it's time for the Bone Line, 1-800-620-7181. 1-800-620-7181. Get on the bone. Throw us a bone. We'll put you on here. You know how it is. And, of course, check out www.raidernationpodcast.com. Get on there. It's everything you need to know about Raiders. It is all Raiders all the time. Randy does a great job on the site. I got to tell you, man, he is magic when it comes to this stuff. He is the master. You heard it. <laughs> okay, who's our first caller? We have Raider Rob from Maryland. You're sounding awful positive here, partner. Raider Greg, Raider Rob from Maryland. It's pretty goddamn cool that we're good again. A good quarterback, good running backs, good receivers. Defense is a little shitty, but what are you going to do, man? Makes me happy to be a Raider fan. It's awesome, man. Hell yeah. I think we might go to the Super Bowl. It's fucking awesome. I'll fly out to Indy, take my kid, and fucking live it up. Thanks, man, again, for everything you do. 
Thank you for the props, brother. And yeah, Super Bowl would be very cool. I'd, I'd have to do something. I don't know. I can't say I'd buy a ticket, but <laughs> I don't know. You never know. Thanks for the call. And next we have Raider Jake from Conrad, Montana. And I know it's colder than a mofo up in Conrad, Montana. There's no way it can't be cold. But we love these calls, man. What's up, my brother? Hello, Raider Nation. Hello, Raider Greg. Raider Jake's calling in from Conrad, Montana. Well, well, it looks like our silver and black-clad Oakland Raiders are finally starting to show a little bit of muscle when they're playing somebody. I just can't tell you how happy I am that we're finally winning. And I really think we can beat the Chicago Bears uh, on the remaining schedule. The only team that I'm worried about is when we're playing in Green Bay. But, hey, you never know what's going to happen. You just never know. I just wanted to comment on you. I'm just loading, downloading your latest podcast. I enjoy it. I really do. And to all the Raider fans out there, hey, go Raiders. I am out. Yes, Green Bay. I mean, that could be the Super Bowl. I mean, that game that we play there could be the game. So uh, you never know is right, and that's what I'm thinking. Hell, man, look at our record. I never thought it'd be this good, so we'll see. Next, we have Malik from Tucson, a new caller. What's up, my man? Hi, Raider Greg. This is Malik from Tucson, first time calling. Yeah, man, after this incredible win against the Bears, uh, I wouldn't say incredible in the sense that it was just epic, just in the sense that they once again did their normal routine of getting a lead and squandering it throughout the game and just having us clench our teeth and squeeze our butt cheeks, hoping that they come out with a victory, and luckily they actually did come out with that. Unfortunately, we had all our receivers basically on the injured reserve list, but that's all right. We got Carson, he's doing his thing. Chad Shillings was showing up a little bit. And who's this guy? Marcel Reese was looking pretty good. Uh, yeah, we got a squad. Let me just say that. We got a squad. If the defense can actually start showing up consistently and actually keeping pressure on teams throughout the whole game instead of just doing the whole Bresnahan routine where they get a lead and then they just start playing prevent and they don't pressure the quarterback and leave guys open all day and Stanford route decides to try to actually play for a change, that'd be wonderful. But I'm ranting, I'm raving. I just wanted to call in for the first time and get that in. Go Raiders, baby. Yeah, first place. It's easy to rant about the things that we're short on, you know, like route and the like. But we're winning, man. <laughs> we are winning football games. And it's because of guys that are standing up at the right times during games, my friend. You know, the same knucklehead that did a bad play does the right play at the right time for to help us to win. And that's what it's all about, man. This team is stepping up. I know we're sputtering along, and the butt cheeks are certainly clinched, but, man, we're 7-4. and four. Gotta love it. And next we have Navy Raider Ray, which is not to be confused with Stockton Raider Ray. <laughs> In Norfolk, Virginia, hey, man, what's happening, my brother? What's up, Raider Gray, Raider Randy? Uh, I've called the bone line before under the name Raider Ray, but I've been listening to the podcast. I know you got another caller who calls himself that. 
He calls a lot more frequently than I do. So from this point on, I'll be known as Navy Raider Ray. Stationed in Norfolk, Virginia now. I've been stationed a couple different places times that I've called. That's where I am now. And uh, just got done watching the game a couple hours ago. Thought you'd be interested to hear this. I got a friend who's a Bears fan. After the game, posted up on Facebook saying that if Jay Cutler had played in this game, that the Bears would have won because they are, quote, a much better team than the Raiders. He went on to say that if you take away the Raiders' best player, Sebastian Janikowski, that we only put up seven points in today's game. So, of course, I had to throw in my two cents. I responded by saying, first of all, take away our best player? This is a team game. Your argument is invalid. Second of all, three of our best players were out of this game. Gary McFadden, Denarius Moore, and Jacoby Ford did not play. And the Bears held Michael Bush to his lowest number of rushing yards this season since he's taken over starting duties for Darren McFadden. And you still couldn't beat us. Burn! Now the guy had a legitimate gripe. Their best player was out. Evidently, he's their very best player because they lost. And, uh, well, we have some great players that were out, like you said. And, you know, excuses are like assholes, and everybody has one. And, hey, man, when we lose, we could use all the excuses we want. But guess what? We lost. They lost. Goodbye, Bears. Yeah. And next, one of the Raiders' beautiful fen fatales. Yes, indeed. The incomparable, the classy, and the classic Raider Biatch. <laughs> what up, nation? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, it is Raider motherfucking bitch. Do I have much more to say? This was the most insane game. I have to tell you, my family and friends are from Chicago, and hey, Worked them. Okay, we didn't really whoop them. I realize the entire game came down to fat ass D bass kicking those motherfucking field goals. But holy shit, thank you, bless you. We actually scored a touchdown in the fourth quarter. And let's talk about I know, Greg, it will be on the entire segment that you have, but penalties. We did awesome. Granted, I have to say, and I, I realize I'm rooting for the home team, but. There seemed to be a hell of a lot of holding by the Bears, but I realize I'm a little bit on the um, objective side. It's like watching your child like do something wrong. No, it can't happen. No, not my Raiders. They did nothing wrong. But Bears, lots of holding. Doesn't matter. We pulled it out. I was so fucking nervous. Knox made that that catch down the end, and I thought for a second we were going to see that same bullshit that we all know about. Raider Greg, you talk about all the time with consistency. We all know that's how we get fucked every game, but hell no, not this time. If anything, I hope this gives us the confidence. Okay, we know we're playing the Packers. We are not winning that game. But, hey, everybody has to lose. I know the Patriots had a winning season at some point didn't lose a game, but maybe there's a chance that they're going to have to lose, and maybe that's us. We still have some really hard games in front of us, but you know what? And I saw the Bronx would pull out that bullshit win tonight. P.S. I am Raider Bitch coming to you from Denver, and I'm leaving this fucking town. 
I really didn't want to have to bring this up, but for those of you who live here, like Colorado Chris, you know that bullshit song they play. They have this spoof on a song that's like, I'm sexy and you know it, and they say, I'm Tebow and I know it. Like, I'm so fucking out of this state, I can't handle it anymore. Tebow, my asshole, because you can't do shit. So it's about the Raiders, though. Raiders fucking won. Love my nation. Love you all. To say a Raider, you fucking rock. That was the best video cast ever. Raider Greg, Raider Randy, keep doing what you're doing. I love my nation. Nation. Don't you just have to love her? I love her. I just do. I love your takes. The Tim Tebow song. Oh my God. Can you imagine? Can you imagine in the Bay Area? <laughs> that is so Denver. And I am so sorry that you have to suffer through that torment because it's got to be brutal. Ugh. Well, it should be over pretty soon. The pain should end here pretty soon. Let's hope for, for your sake. I love your call. Thanks for calling in, honey. You're the best. Next, we have Raider Tom, formerly of the Inland Empire in California. Of course, now he's marooned in Michigan, and you know you could tell he wants to come home, but he loves our Raiders. What's up, my brother? Hey, Raider Greg. This is Raider Tom. I used to live in Riverside, California, uh, formerly the Inland Empire. I moved up to Minnesota but last month. I was here early enough to get to the Raider the Raider game playing the Minnesota Vikings, it was fucking great. We beat the fucking Vikings, which was fantastic. And yesterday we just took care of the Bears, the Bears, went to a sports bar. There were about 50 Bears fans in there and just only one Raider fan. That was me. I'm screaming and yelling, giving it all, giving them my all. And they're looking at me really weird. Like, why the hell are you choosing choosing the fucking Oakland Raiders? Well, because we're going to fucking win. And we did. Anyways, I really miss Southern California. I miss going up to Oakland and watching the games. I retired from my work. I moved up here with my wife. Uh, been up here for a month. Can't wait back. <clears throat> can't wait back to move down to Southern California. Maybe in a couple of years and get back to going to some Oakland games. Take care. I love your hat. You got the Raider hat. That Raider hat is bomb. Anyways, Greg, keep up the good podcast. Uh, I look forward to listening to the podcast every week. The more podcasts you put on, the better. Take care, Raider Nation. Raider fan for life. This is Raider Tom. Bye bye. There's the Raider Nation representing all over the country. Went to see the Vikings go down in the ball of flame. And you know what? This is what it's all about. The Raider Nation is huge nationwide, worldwide. And I love it, man. I just love this fan base. Thanks for the call, brother. And next is a very, very well-known Raider fan, my good friend, an international Raider celebrity, I got to say. Keith Smith, the Crusader Raider. Hello, Raider Nation. This is Keith Smith, the Crusader Raider, calling you from London, England. Just a quick call, uh, Randy and Greg, to say, Randy, what a job on that uh, video podcast. The Raider Nation, Black South San Diego. 
absolutely loved it, loved it to bits. I thought it was an absolutely fabulous video and brought back many great memories of uh, our time for those two games when we was in California uh, earlier on in November. And hey, how about them comments regarding that Chargers uh, trophy cabinet? I loved it. It was a good, good uh, seeing that guy just uh, disappear in his pale blue shirt. Um, we had a great weekend over here in London uh, watching the uh, Bears game. Uh, Darcy Blitnikoff, uh, Fred's daughter, joined us for the game and so did Richard Cantell. We went over to Dave's, uh, Big Dave's, or as we say, not so Big Dave uh, these days, and uh, had a good barbecue over there, had some nice food and what have you, and enjoyed watching Janikowski uh, uh, almost lead us there on his own. But uh, a good round round of performance, three wins in a row, and, uh, you know, Carlson Palmer's doing the business, and uh, it's good to see. And finally, obviously, you know, it's a belated happy Thanksgiving, and now you're into your happy holidays time. And holidays is a time for families and uh, friends and people to get together. Uh, and obviously, sometimes it's a shame when families are spread by so many miles. But I'd just like to put a call out now to, to my good friend, uh, uh, Big Dave Chapman, and also a message to his son, the boy, Juan Jorge. And Juan, who's your daddy? Again, took out by the Brits. We love the fantasy football. Anyway, everybody, looking forward to next week's game, uh, and hopefully we can push on again. And uh, once again, thanks for everything we did when we were there in November. And who knows, we might see you for a playoff game. Anyway, this is Keith Smith, the Crusader Raider. I'm out. Absolutely fantastic video. If you guys haven't heard the video or seen the video, you got to check it out. Got it on YouTube. Check it out. You can look at our website and find it as well. It's a great thing. And Keith just puts his Charger fan. <laughs> In the loo, as you would say. And who have we got here lining up for the old portal loo? Okay, that's the ring suggestion box right oh, here. <laughs> Muncie! 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 Sorry, my name is Keith Smith, the Crusader Raider from London. Where your name is? Are you from Norway? No, please answer the question. What's your name? My name is Anthony. And whereabouts are you from? Here, San Diego, man. You're Born from San Diego. Yeah, and, uh, sure. you, you had a comment there about the old porter, porter potty. Yeah, what was a, that? That's the suggestion box for the Raiders. Oh, right and there's me thinking that that was the trophy cabinet for the San Diego Chargers because there's just shit in there. Uh, great job, and we had a blast with you guys, and it just brings back those great memories. And, uh, well, we got to keep going, man. We got to have you guys back here for the playoffs. Hey, perhaps the Super Bowl? Think about it, Keith. It could happen. <laughs> And next we have Gino, the Windy City Raider. You know what the Windy City is. That would be Chicago. What's up, brother? Hey, Raider Greg. This is Gino, the Windy City Raider. Second time calling in. I listen to your show all the time. Love the show. Wish I could call in more than I do. Well, what could I say? You know, the last couple games, I mean, I'm glad uh, we chalked up a couple wins. But, man, I mean, you can't relax for a second with these games. They... Got you biting your nails to the you know last second. You know penalties were were good. A couple calls that went our way, like that horse collar tackle, really wasn't a horse collar, but you know we'll take it. And as far as uh, our offense, I mean, gee, Seabass has been our offense. I mean, which is great. I mean, you know he's breaking records, you know, along with Shane Leckler and his 80-yard punt. But I mean, man, we were inside the Bears 30 six times end up with three points. I mean, that's ridiculous. I mean, we've got a lot of weapons on this team. We need to start using them. Bush gets a touchdown, you know, and Wisniewski holds, and, you know, that comes back. You know, that, that was a costly mistake. And Satelli had a holding call not too long after that, too. 
But we left the Bears in this game, you know, a long, long time. I mean, the Bears could have easily have turned this around and, and beat us. I mean, Caleb Haney, you know, say what you want about him, but he's, you know, like you said, too, I mean, he's a good quarterback. I mean, look what he did last year in the championship game against the uh, Packers. I mean, he's a good quarterback. You know, and they got some pressure on Carson Palmer, too. You know, he was sacked, I think, three times. But, I mean... We gotta, like I said, we gotta turn it up offensively because I mean we have some tough games coming up too. I mean we're definitely not gonna be able to play like this at Lambeau against the Packers, and you know the Dolphins next week they're they're not really anything to slough off either, and you know the Lions. So we got a tough road ahead. So hopefully uh, we can turn things up and get things going because uh, I mean I'm really excited this year that you know I'm definitely gonna be in the playoffs, but you know we gotta improve our offense or. We're going to be one game and out, so let's hope things get better. I will talk to you later. Raider Nation, I'm out. Everything you say is right. I mean, that's exactly what our team is, but we're winning. Now, it's ugly, yes, and and it's not pretty, and it's terrible to have to watch, but as soon as this team gets healthy, because we've just had a lot of injuries on this team, a bunch of our main players a lot of teams wouldn't survive these injuries, but good teams do. And people step up, and we're winning. And as long as we're winning, hey, man, if it's ugly, it's ugly. I know it's tough. We all feel the same way. But, man, we're winning football games. So let's go to Miami and do another one. And I don't really care how it happens. Let's just win. Next, we have Raider K-Dog out of Washington, man. What's happening? <laughs> What's up, Raider Nation? This is Raider K-Dog calling from Washington, man. Seven and four in the West. Number one, I got to say, it feels good, man. We haven't we haven't done this in a long time. What's up with the Broncos, man? They're like that little damn annoying kid that keeps following you around and won't go away. Damn. But that's all right. That's all right. They got a tough schedule, and we got a little bit left, too. But uh, we can do it, man. We can pull it out, go into the playoffs with some momentum. Three wins in a row. We'll take it. Uh man, I tell you what though, man, these 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 fourth quarter comebacks by these teams that we're giving up these damn runs by these quarterbacks, man, that's got to stop. That's scary, man. It's scary. Haney or that Caleb Haney throwing two touchdowns. Uh, that's got to stop, man. We 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 got to get that under control. We we can't let these teams be doing this in the fourth quarter. Finally scored some points in the fourth quarter. That's another good feeling. You know, we got away from that. Couldn't throw a touchdown. That's that's a little. That's a that's a little shady, but uh, but uh, you know, Michael Bush is our workhorse, so we'll take it until McFadden gets back. We're gonna have a we're gonna have a nice tandem back when uh, when uh, McFadden gets back. So, you know what? The game ball definitely goes to Janikowski. Uh, without him, man, even with that uh, hamstring, I tell you what, without him, we wouldn't have done it. So, it's a good feeling. Let's keep this thing rolling, man. Raider Nation, peace out. That's for sure, man. Janikowski is a godsend to this team. And, uh, yeah, he was a joke as a number one pick. Right. You remember? <laughs> I love it. Well, we got places to go if we can keep these people healthy and continue to play hard football, man. I love it. And next, we have another fabulous female from the Raider Nation, my good sister, Raider Jap. <laughs> What's up, Raider Greg? This is Raider Jap, and I'm live on the phone line. Hey, man, I just wanted to give you a shout-out and let you know that I love the Raider Nation podcast. It's the bomb.com. 
anyways, uh, I don't think we really have too much to worry about with Miami this weekend. I think the game we should be focusing on is the Pats. Uh, they're pretty tough. That's the team to beat. Man, if we can beat them, we're on top. We should be at the top of the power rankings if we beat them. Anyways, man, you have a good one. Thank you for the props, my sister. Listen, man, we can beat them. We can beat Green Bay. It's 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 really possible. It's really possible. But we already looked forward to another team. I think earlier this year, and it kind of screwed us up for the team we were playing. We got to beat Miami. That's the only way we're going to actually make it to the playoffs. We can worry about the Green Bay when we get there, and that bridge is going to be tough, tall, and a tough road to hoe. But this team can do it, and I know we can, and so do you. Thank you for the call. Thank you to all the Femme Fatales of the Raider Nation. Check it out. Representing big today. Next is my very good brother, Raider Jaime, always with a positive word for the Raider Nation. What's up, brother? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation, what's going on, everybody? It's Raider Jaime calling out of Bakersfield. Great win today, fellas. I mean, it wasn't beautiful, but we got the W. And um, congratulations, brother. Seven and four. We haven't had a season this great, man. It's awesome. Can't believe it, man. But uh, other than that, it's it's looking up for us, baby. I mean, we're winning. Not pretty, but we're winning, man. And as soon as we can get D-Mac back and our receivers back, you know, Ford and, and uh, Daenerys Moore and a lot of other guys, man, I think, fuck, it's going to be an unbeatable team, man. And I, I, you know what? I hope that when we play Green Bay, I hope they're still undefeated so we can fucking knock them off. I know we can do it. We can play with these guys. We can play with anybody in this fucking league. And everybody that, that wasn't on board with us about the the Carson Palmer trade, I hope you guys are on board now because, wait, he's just warming up, baby. He's just warming up. Although it wasn't, you know, like I said, it wasn't pretty. But you know what? He's he's getting a lot better. He had a pick today, but, hey, that was the first pick in, in, in a couple of games. So, man, wait till we get everybody. Wait till we're running on all cylinders, man. We're, we're going to be fucking awesome, man. Raider Nation, man. It's, it's a great time to be a Raider, man. Fuck Denver. Fuck Kansas City. And fuck San Diego. I'm out. Crazy how we're seven and four. It's crazy, brother, but it's cool. It is cool. And Carson Palmer didn't have any receivers this last game. So, I mean, he had some guys, but he didn't have his arsenal that he's going to have. Just like when you say, man, Darren McFadden, when he comes back, it's going to be crazy. We have to get these guys back, though, and we got to get them back solid 100%. Thanks for the call once again, my brother. Next, we have Maddie Raider from Albany, New York. Maddie Raider, Albany, New York. First off, I just want to hope everybody had a wonderful Thanksgiving, good holiday, safe holiday. I uh, just want to chime in with my take on the Bears game. First of all, game balls to Seabass uh, and Leckler. I mean, these guys, they're, they're just top-notch. I mean, Hester was completely taken out of that game. And, you know, Janikowski is just money. I mean, congrats to Seabass, uh, too, for setting yet another record. I mean, that guy's just unreal. Palmer looked great. That late throw to Murphy. I mean, it was just freaking beautiful, man. Uh, what a nice touch. And then uh, as far as the game, I mean, whatever. They had a backup quarterback. 
bears D, man. It's no slouch. Happy that we kept the penalties in check, under 50 yards or something like that. So it's nice to see that for at least one game. But still, I was listening to the Vikings, the post-Vikings podcast, uh, you know, before the game. And, you know, a lot of callers, they're talking about too close for comfort. I know Greg always talks about that pucker factor. But here we go again, fucking Knox with that 81-yard catch or whatever the fuck at the end. Come on, man. I mean, at least we scored in the fourth, which is uh, quite a change from uh, previous games. But, I mean, enough already. I mean, can't like like... Like you say, Raider Greg, can we just get a blowout for once? And uh, as far as, like, the bullshit pundits after the game, they can lick it. You know, they all they were talking about is, oh, they had a backup quarterback in, and the Bears played bad, and fuck you. Half our team was injured. We beat them. How about that shit? And what else? We won three in a row. When's the last time you can say that, fellas? Pretty friggin' awesome, don't you think? When's the last time you could say that? And guess what? Hey, I saw Lewis Murphy. Peace out. Yeah, well, brother, you know, Lewis Murphy did make a sighting, and, you know, the media is not looking at the Raiders. They don't look at the three in a row. They don't even say anything about it. That's what's comical to me. I'm sure you guys have noticed that we are getting absolutely no love anywhere. I love it. Fuck them. Fuck the mainstream media. We don't need their shit. We have our own right here, by the way. And, listen, we won that game and we beat their ass, period. Next is all you got to say, <laughs> because it doesn't matter how. It doesn't matter what happened. We won, end of story. Next, we have my good friend, The Troll, from Chicago, the Windy City. He came out to California, man. Well, let's hear his story. <laughs> Hey, Greg. Hey, Randy. It's the troll finally back home in Chicago, and I am wiped after an extraneous weekend in San Fran and Oakland. Phenomenal, phenomenal game. I, I wish we would have gotten into the end zone a lot more for seven, uh, but we'll take a Janikowski record for six field goals. Um, I don't understand one thing, though. The Raiders need to start using their tight ends more. Boss would have been perfect against the Bears. They're, they're just set up. They leave that middle open like that. How do we go from having Zach Miller being our primary receiver in previous years? And I know we're better than that now, but Boss doesn't have very many yards in the last few games whatsoever with Palmer. They need to get the tight ends back into the game. It's going to open so much stuff up, especially coming up against the Green Bay Packers. And on to that, I said the Raiders would beat the Bears. I'm catching a lot of flack back here in Chicago, but it's worth it. I get bragging rights until next time, but I'm going to say this openly. The Raiders get their defense back healthy. The Raiders get the receivers back healthy. McFadden has been practicing, it looks like, on the website today. If we get all these ducks in a row back in line for the Green Bay Packer game and we start learning how to use our tight ends again, I'm going to predict that the Oakland Raiders end the winning streak of the Green Bay Packers. I stand behind that. We are that good of a team. We just need to play that well. Uh, I also believe that us beating the Packers will be the game that clinches our playoff berth. I think the Chicago Bears, angry over what Oakland did to them this week, the defense is just going to beat the shit out of Tebow. And I hope Denver's got a backup quarterback worth uh, mentioning because they're going to need it. 
I think next week's game ends the Tebow era, and I couldn't be happier. I'm fucking sick of hearing his name everywhere. Last, I was very, very impressed with uh, the amount of Chicago Bears fans in orange at the uh, Coliseum. Um, there was a large group of them. It's kind of like the Raider Nation here in Chicago. There's a large contingency here. But I was more impressed that, you know, a lot of these guys come out, and I sat in a section where there were some significant Bears fans. Uh, they came out wondering if they were going to get the shit beat out of them because it's the Oakland Raiders, and you know what our reputation is. Raiders fans gave the usual, you know, during remarks, and, and, and there was some back and forth going on, but everything was in, in good fun. It was all sportsmanlike. The Raider Nation made me proud this weekend, being a Raider fan from Chicago. We treated our fans with some respect, and, and it just goes to prove that until you've been there, you don't know what you're talking about. And I, I'm back in Chicago with some Bears fans now that have a like, new respect for the... Uh, the Oakland Raider fans, the Raider Nation, and, and what it means to go to a game at the Coliseum. Sorry I didn't meet up with you guys, Greg. Uh, look for you down at the Bad Boys of Barbecue. was by the trailer for the Raider Nation podcast, and, and just we didn't run into each other, and I'm, I'm sorry for that. Very seriously, you ever get to Chicago, you need to look me up, and uh, we'll, we'll hook you up up here. All right? It was a great time. Love you. Good win for the Raiders, and we're just going to keep winning, baby. Just win. Peace out. It's the Troll from Chicago. Well, check that out, man. The Raider Nation knows how to throw a party and also welcome other fans. What a surprise. I've been saying it forever, and I mean it. The Raider Nation is fun. We have a great time. You know, it's just uh, we like to buy our own seats. We like to see our own team. That's why there's not that many other fans in the house. We like our team. We love to be in the parking lot because that's who we are. And uh, everyone from every other team should know that it's cool to wear your shit here. I'm telling you, it is. And you know that as well. Great game because it was a great victory. I'm glad you got to see it. I'm glad you got to see the Raider Nation, which is the, the, the coolest thing about traveling to Oakland. Well, this is in the stretch, folks. We're here. We're seven and four. We're knocking on the motherfucking door to the playoffs. We are close, and we just got to keep this train a rolling. We got to go down there and squish the fish. And if they say they're mammals, then we got to mangle them mammals, baby. You know, we got to win this game because it's going to be oh so sweet to say eight and four. I'm telling you, I got a huge smile. Just saying. I am Raider Greg, and I am out.